A new song a week for a year song challenge podcast episodes. I'm your host, Eve and Moore. I'm an author, songwriter, spiritual life coach. You can find out more about me by going to you deserve a life you love.com and you can listen to the previews of all the songs in the song challenge by going to you deserve a life you love.com forward slash music. You can also check out my book. It's called First Awakenings and there's a preview available on the site at youdeserveafelifeyoulove.com. And the song challenge parameters that I've set myself are that I will write a song a week for a year, that they have to be a complete song, but they don't have to be professionally recorded, mixed and mastered. And periodically throughout the challenge, I will be narrowing down the songs that I think work really well or getting great feedback and those will be the songs that at the end of the challenge will be put forward to be professionally recorded, mixed and mastered. So what you get with me is the rough mix when I've written the song, written the lyrics, recorded it and I just do a rough mix so I can upload it to the podcast every Sunday. You can tune into all the other podcast episodes as well if you want to hear the full tracks. So this week, oh my lord, what a week it's been. I have not enjoyed this week. There I was, was it last week, spouting how in sync I was and how wonderful it was. I was doing my my uh, catch-up challenge, reviewing the songs, and oh, I've become so much more intuitive now, and I just let the song speak through me. I've been saying that for a few weeks, right? Well, you know how life has a way of biting you in the arse? When you're sounding a tad pompous and like you're, you know, you're really this tuned in, relaxed, you got it all together type spiritual person. Now this week, it was horrible. I did not enjoy this writing this song at all. It was hard work. I couldn't, normally when I sit down to write the lyrics in particular, or even if I just write, if I'm writing my book or writing lyrics or writing an article, I sit I listen, I type. That's how I work. And usually, I will have whatever the piece is. If it's an article, it'll be written in 30 minutes. And then I'll have to go back and edit it, which can take longer because you go back and, you know, but you've got the whole piece there. And it's similar with lyrics, you know. If I've got the basic track, I say, okay, what's this song about? I write the song, the lyrics come, and then they get tweaked as the track develops, right? This week, oh my God, I was sitting there, felt like my ears were popping because I was hearing nothing. I felt like I was clenching my anus because I was like, nothing's happening. Where are the lyrics? Where are the words? What's going on? Why is this song not working? So the whole song was like that this week. And um, I wasn't a happy bunny. I felt like I'd been lying to myself by saying it's all this intuition inspiration thing you know I'm so intuitive and I work by inspiration and just every time you do something like that or I do something like that life seems to come and bite me in the arse say yeah you don't know nothing love you know nothing (laughs) 
So that's been my experience. And so this track doesn't feel as cohesive. Like the chorus came separately from the verses and it's a completely different energy. And so many times throughout the week, I was like, come on, muse, you know, help me out here. This isn't blending. I, I'm not feeling it. And maybe it's meant to be an instrumental. And I am not getting it, these lyrics. And why is this so hard? And why is it about love again? I don't want to write a song about love three times in a row. What on earth is going on? So I felt really annoyed. But I committed to writing a song a week for a year. And I also committed to, whether it feels good or it doesn't feel good, I'm going to do it. So that's what's happened. So I've written this song. Ugh, you can hear from my toe, not impressed. There are things I love about it. I love in the verses in two parts, and the horn section shows up in the second verse and in the instrumental parts of the song, of the verses. And I love the horn section. I love the change from verse part one to verse part two, the chord change. Just, oh, it's nice. I like it. Every time it dropped in, I was like, oh, yeah, feeling that. And then the minute I started to put the, the song on top of it, it was just, oh, God. anyway, I've told you all that. I'm not going to go over that again. But that's the part I like a lot. I kind of like the chorus. It's happy. And it's all feel good, feels kind of Caribbean in flavor. And the verse feels more jazz infused, jazzy horn, jazzy vibe to it. And there's a kind of a clash, but then they kind of work as well, you know? So yeah, it's the least cohesive piece. It's the piece I found hardest to mix to get a sound that's even remotely sounding like somebody professional did it. So if you agree with me, just be kind because uh, some days, some weeks, life. And I'm not even going to go into the personal life dramas. I know that's a bit you probably think, oh yeah, gossip. No, I'm not going to feed your gossip needs. I'm not even going to go into that. But that on top of the song being so tough, oh, it hasn't been fun at all. So with all that said, the song is called Ain't About It. And it's another love song. The last two were. The first one was um, introducing the idea of real love, uh, spiritual love, I guess. Spiritual love in general. And then the one last week was about a very specific love. I'm calling in my partner. I think it was last week. I don't know. I've lost track. One of the two was all about calling in my partner. And this song came and I wasn't planning to write it. But there you go. And this one is almost, you've met your partner and this is what it feels like. This is what the real, authentic, spiritual, rounded love feels like. It's not about holding hands, faking romance, looking good to the outside world, making people just the trope of relationships where the way people behave and people who get very into standard relationship I'm just not into that so the lyrics really are about this relationship is healing it's got the lyrics in the chorus are something about souls in fission I like the word fission you know because it's very um physics based you know these ideas souls not fusing 
but in vision. I like that. And that there's a, an Akashic vision and a divine greater wisdom that brought these two parties together and that they're not in charge, they're not in control of the relationship. But the relationship is there to, as I say, relationships are there to wake us up. They're there to show us not only our flaws, but our greatness. And if you're in a conscious, aware, spiritual love relationship, then you're doing that actively. You know you're there to heal. So the relationship is healing you. If it's a really healthy soulmate type thing, it's healing you just by being in each other's presence because you both share this deep desire to transcend the craziness of the world and find out what relationships are really for and how that can translate and transform all aspects of the relationship. That you feel seen, you feel heard, you feel accepted, you can see the other person's flaws 100% and you can also see their genius and their light and their brightness and the fact that they're much more than their physical form, than what they do in the world, than what race they are, than what age they are, and how much money they have, and how healthy they might be. They are a spiritual being having a human experience, and they've chosen to have it with you, and you've chosen to have it with them. And it's all orchestrated by something greater, grander, and wiser than you. And I wouldn't call that God and I'm not religious, I'm just interested in timeless wisdom that applies to everybody all the time across millennia. That's my idea of spiritual. Is it always true? Not is it true in that religion, with that teaching, with that, and it's not true for anybody else. No, that's not, for me, uh, spiritual. Spiritual is what is the thing that's true all the time. For example, love somebody as you love yourself. That's a timeless wisdom. It never changes. And at the heart and root of all religions and spiritual teachings, it's love is the key. Awareness is the key, is another thing. Know yourself. Be aware of yourself. Be aware of who you really are without these labels. That's another thread that runs through. So things like that. So this is what the song is about, meeting this person and discovering that this love isn't about avoiding being lonely and avoiding being alone. It's about something much, much deeper than that, that something brought you together for a reason, for a purpose, for healing. And the healing feels really good. <laughs> it feels like you're playing and being playful in the relationship, but you're engaging in deep spiritual work just by knowing this person. So that's what the song's about. I'm exhausted. I need a back rub. I need a nice meal and to go and lie in a dark room. And I may or may not see you next week. I don't know at this point. <laughs> yes, I am dramatic. And that's fine by me, because I think I'm fabulous. So I hope you enjoy it all about it and I'm sure you can hear what I'm saying about the chorus being very different to the verse and I'm sure you can hopefully I've improved the mix since the first time but maybe I haven't it takes new ears my ears are you know they've been tuned into the song too long so it might sound worse by trying to fix it but even so appreciate the hard work that went into it 
fitting it around other personal dramas in my life and still managing to upload a track as I promised myself I would. Until next time, bye. Trust and whatever this love